Gearheads Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on the podcast. It's Wednesday, middle of the week, lots and lots to talk. And today we'll jump straight away to the interview. We have a Portuguese driver, David Bridge, is a Portuguese rally driver, uh, was a Portugal uh, champion on a junior category in 2015. And I've uh, been doing a lot of uh, stages on on rally. Uh, all the interview has to be in Portuguese, as his English was not the best. But uh, what we're going to do is I will make the questions in English. You'll answer in Portuguese. I will give you a brief uh, translation and we'll go from there. So without any further, thank you so much for being with us, David. Boa noite, obrigado pelo convite. Hi David, can you talk me a little bit about your career? Um, pronto, um, para fazer assim um ponto da situação, né? Uh, um, o meu pai foi um, vice-campeão nacional de rally, vice-campeão nacional de rally cross. E pronto, então, é mais ou menos que cresci dentro de, um, do desporto motorizado uh, e sempre nutri um, uma paixão muito grande. E, e em 2012 consegui... Um, traduzir isso né, no, no volante e começar a, a conduzir e, e foi, foi um grande momento para mim. E nesse, nesse, primeiro, nesse primeiro ano fizemos algumas provas isoladas, não fizemos o campeonato de iniciados e esse carro nem sequer daria para, para esse campeonato. Sim. Ganhámos o Campeonato Nacional de Iniciados Absoluto e a categoria RC4, porque no Nacional havia duas categorias, nós ganhámos a categoria e o Absoluto, com 206 troféu, esse já era um carro de rally com o material todo da Peugeot Sport, um grupo A, e já é, apesar de ser um carro de troféu, já é um carro muito interessante, com um kit de terra, kit de asfalto... Uh, o que implica suspensões diferentes, rapores de caixa diferentes, já, era um carro, já é um carro diferente uh, e, e sim, correu muito bem e sagrámos campeões nacionais nesse ano e com bo bons resultados, sem dúvida. Depois de 2016 é, é sempre um bocadinho complicado que a gente queria dar o, o salto para uma categoria superior e, e não consegui ah, na altura reunir o os apoios necessários para tal, então andámos a fazer alguns rallies esporádicos que considerámos serem importantes. Também comecei a fazer rallies de terra para, para ganhar uh, experiência, não é? e, e um dia mais tarde ter que tentar consubstanciar isso tudo num, num projeto uh, ganhador. Pronto, foi isso. E... David briefly explain why is his uh, where he started. So his father was a professional rally driver and race uh, race cross driver. So from there he developed the the likes. He don't like so much circuit, so he prefer a little bit more rally. Uh, he started with a 205 Peugeot, a very small. After he had the uh, opportunity to go to the Peugeot the 206 
the GTI, so 1.6, lot more fun with a lot of gadgets that he could change, a kit for tarmac, kits for dirty, and with that he developed his skills and uh, and winning the Portuguese champion in 2015. If your father had always the rallycross blood and uh, why you never opt for the rallycross? Is anything that you didn't like it or it was just rally rally? Eu, eu acho, eu, eu, embora concorde contigo, acho que há uma coisa que, que é um fator uh, importante e que, que traz alguma espetacularidade para a coisa, que é, são carros muito potentes. São carros muito mais, muito mais potentes do que os de, de rally, não é? E nesse aspecto, os carros são, são muito interessantes. Uh, e uh, as lutas uh, nas boas corridas de rally cross também são, são interessantes de acompanhar. Pronto, agora... Claro que a minha preferência é outra, mas reconheço que sim, que a corrida são interessantes e ao vivo estão aqueles carros, o trabalhar e não sei o que, é, é, enche as medidas. In your humble opinion, do you think the WRC is losing the public, is losing for other types of, of motorsport, if the, are we talking about the race course, if the race course is taking out the people, Because we just, at the moment we just have, how we say, three teams, no, uh, two manufacturers. Uh, so it's missing that what you used to have on the rallies in the 90s, that you had the six teams, uh, Hyundai, Seat, uh, Toyota, Subaru, Mitsubishi, Peugeot. So it was a lot of variety, a lot of things on the, on the rally. And now you tend to see just a couple of small teams. So what in your opinion is we need to do to bring back the rally? Certo, certo, certo. Um, bem, falámos aí de uma série de coisas, vou tentar um, começar uh, por, uma, por uma parte que é, mesmo no WRC, são duas marcas oficiais e uma equipa privada com apoio de uma, de uma, de uma marca. A M-Sport não dispõe dos mesmos meios, uh, o, o que é uma pena, é que nós nem três marcas... Uh, verdadeiramente temos uh, e sim uh, o campeonato só faz sentido se houverem muitos construtores né? e é nessa altura em que havia seis marcas e, e outra nos anos 80 também uh, toda a gente ganha, o desporto em si ganha e acho que um, o, os promotores devem, devem tentar acautelar isso de, de forma a que um, possa permanecer um campeonato interessante e atrativo, não só para as marcas, mas também para o público, não é? porque é preciso haver pessoas a verem, senão deixa de fazer sentido. E eu acho que, se calhar, vai muito pelo, pelos custos. Se conseguissem ter um carro, se calhar, menos performante e igualmente espetacular, porque é possível... O carro permanecer muito interessante de ver passar e não precisa de ser tão rápido aqueles segundinhos, né? e se calhar isso é, é possível uh, reduzir custos uh, e trazer mais, pessoa, mais pessoas, mais marcas e mais pessoas para a modalidade, e isso se torna, vai tornar mais atrativo. E eu acho que é um bocadinho por aí. Uh, essa é a primeira parte da tua pergunta. A segunda, se tem-se pedido do Rallys para outras modalidades. Uh, não tenho bem certeza, tenho ideia que para o Rallycross não, porque o Rallycross também 
nos últimos anos têm sido projetos muito privados e não, e não têm não tem nada tem pouco mais ou menos o retorno do WRC houve ali um ano ou dois que o Mundial de Rallycross teve algum boost com o Peter Sober que foi campeão do mundo de rallies que ganhou um ano também mas ainda assim nunca fez nunca fez so in this opinion David share with us that probably one of the things that putting the teams away is a cost it's very expensive to run a team in this moment in the it's very uh, expensive to run a team on this moment on WRC Sometimes the cost of these new electronics and everything don't bring much more speed. Probably reducing that electronics, as you, as we talk about, we see sometimes from Formula One to Indy cars will bring less costs. The cars will have the same fun, and people will come. So that's a little bit the difference that we, on this point of view, that we think that we should apply to the WRC. Was a talk was fluent, we start speaking a little bit about Otto Tanak and uh, as my partner is from Estonia, so what he was thinking about is uh, the way that he's doing his career, jumping from Toyota, winning the world champion, going to Hyundai, not doing so great, now going to Ford. Não, eu acho que aí o que se falou na altura foi que pelo próprio Tommy McKinnon que a Toyota demorou muito tempo a renovar o contrato e ele recebeu uma, uma proposta muito interessante da Hyundai financeira. Foi, é o que se fala. Se foi, se foi o melhor ou não para a carreira dele, não sei. Sei que ele é o, o piloto muito rápido, dos mais rápidos, isso sim. Excluding Rovan Perra, as we know, world champion, the youngest world champion ever, We think you're gonna have from the next generation that's gonna pop up on the rally a part of Rovanpera and uh, Solberg. Que Hyundai não sei qual é que é a estratégia, mas o Oliver Solberg tem categoria para ser piloto oficial, sem dúvida alguma. Aliás, o Calé Rovanpera tem 21 anos, né? E é o único. Eu acho que é 21. É de Logos. O campeão mais novo de sempre, né? é, mas daquela geração o, o, que, se tenha, que tenha assim aparecido é o único o Oliver Solberg. Né? De resto estamos a falar de todos os pilotos de outras gerações e, e eu acho honestamente que em termos de velocidade será o Tanak e o Rovampera neste momento os pilotos mais rápidos, sendo que do resto do pelotão são todos pilotos excelentes, né? todos podem ganhar corridas e para ganhar um campeonato é preciso muito mais do que apenas só uh, velocidade. Portanto, é uma maratona, é um conjunto de muitos fatores e temos em todo lado do, pilotos muito bons. Né? O Elfan Evans é um piloto que eu gosto bastante e que teve duas vezes, foi duas vezes vice-campeão do mundo, teve ali duas vezes a bater à porta e muito, muito interessante. No último ano não conseguiu consolidar toda a rapidez que já mostrou. Vamos ver se, se ele consegue trazer isso outra vez. Vamos ver. Here David explained very briefly that he don't understand why Hyundai is let go Soberg. That could be some financial problems. Sim. And he explained that he's a big fan of Elvin's Evans, the British driver. And he think that he had a chance to win the championship last year. Of course, I have to ask. So you think that Toyota is pushing Eiffel Evans away and giving all everything all in to 
Rovan Pera? Tenho uma, uma opinião que é, o ano passado, no início do campeonato, não creio que isso fosse, até porque eu acho que o Evans estava muito mais posicionado para ser o piloto número um do que propriamente o Rovan Pera. Depois do que aconteceu foi é, que surpreendeu as pessoas e, e mostrou-se muito maduro e muito rápido. É, na, na Toyota nunca me apercebi claramente desse tipo de... de ordens ao contrário de ainda aqui ainda agora na Suécia se viu uh, a penalizar o Craig Breen de propósito para o navio passar na classificação e depois na Power Stage <risos> teve uma ligeira saída e perdeu tempo e nem assim conseguiu buscar o, o lugar ao, ao Craig Breen uh, aí eu acho que é uma equipa que é mais é que é mais, mais por esse tipo de, de, de jogos sim. Very quickly David explain that he think that that was not the point last year Probably this year, but a clear point that uh, on Hyundai, which rally car is missing, and you have the big desire to drive. Tell me about it. Isso aí era uma é uma lista que se eu começar agora não sei se que termino hoje, mas para ser assim muito objetivo, gostava de conduzir muitos carros, mas os que fazem sentido conduzir neste para mim, né, são os carros atuais. Uh, os Rally 4 já têm ordenado experimentar e, e são uns carros incríveis uh, o 208 é um carro de 3 cilindros de 1200 cm cúbicos que faz 209 cavalos que consegue colocá-los no chão de uma maneira absolutamente incrível, eu gostei muito o carro é muito bom em tudo uh, mas claro, gostava de andar no, no do Rally 2 gostava de, de experimentar uh, o carro é, é outro, outro mundo Very promptly, David explained that the list will be um, enormous, so <laughs> with a lot of cars that he missed to drive and he would like to drive, but at the moment he's focused more on the new generation. And after I will ask what's the big general uh, difference that you've been seeing and uh, if he was continue progressing or he's going back. Já, já, já temos nos realiza várias uh, fórmulas e versões. Uh, por exemplo... Tivemos uh, uma altura em que era permitido ter uh, a caixa de velocidades no volante, na patilha no volante, uh, que isso torna a condição muito mais uh, simples né? do que ter o, o, a alavanca das mudanças do lado. E isso passou a ser uh, regulamentarmente obrigatório. Uh, tínhamos diferenciais eletrónicos no Mundial Rallys, que tem uma centralina e não sei o quê. Hoje em dia tens os diferenciais muito mais parecidos com os anos 90, que são mecânicos, segundo eu sei. Penso que não estou dizendo nenhuma barbaridade. E, portanto, há... Sim, sim, sim. E, 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 e eu, voltando à, à, primeira questão, à primeira questão que falámos, que é, que é isso, é se calhar hum, reduzindo essas coisas... Aumenta a espetacularidade, aumenta a competitividade e vai reduzir os custos porque é, não é preciso andar no, na vanguarda da tecnologia e tudo mais para o carro ser um, um, um milésimo mais rápido. Não, se os carros forem todos uniformemente, mais ou menos, idênticos em termos de performance, vão ver corridas sempre interessantes não é? e, e se calhar é possível isso tornar a coisa mais, mais manual, não é? que é isso em vez de ser menos automática. É mais, mais, mais barata para os construtores porque isso era importante. E em termos de pilotagem, são coisas diferentes porque se vamos falar dos anos 90 ou anos 80, anos 80 até ainda é muito diferente com os carros do Grupo B, que são os carros mais potentes de sempre de rally, 
com aquelas suspensões e travões, aquilo é verdadeiramente uma aventura conduzir um carro daqueles, imagino eu. E era muito desafiante nesse sentido. Mas hoje em dia, conduzir um carro do, da, da atualidade é muito desafiante porque são muito mais rápidos. Podem ter uma série de ajudas, ok, ok. Mas os carros são mesmo muito mais performantes. Então, eu acho que é, à sua maneira, com as suas diferenças, com as suas diferenças continua a ser muito desafiante. É, mas eu creio que para a modalidade, sim, seria interessante ter o, uns carros, se calhar, mais simples, mais baratos. É, e é, não seria por aí que, de, que seria perder a espetacularidade, que é o que importa... Porque torna o esporte atrativo, né? Yeah, very briefly explain that the um, gearboxes start uh, being more semi-automatic on the panels of the wheels. Now they go back to shifters. Uh, the, um, the way that engine is built and the way that the gears on the car are proposed are going back a little bit more to the 90s. So in a way, it's reducing the costs that will probably will bring new teams. Hopefully, for a lot of people that don't know, Portugal used to have a driver, uh, Armindo Araújo, that drive for the Mini. And my question to him straight away is what's missing in Portugal? For we have, again, another driver on a WRC. We have talent in Portugal. We have great rallies. as Rally for Madeira, Rally Faf, Rally Açores. So what is missing on our in Portugal for we bring another driver to the World, World Rally Championship? drive and strive and look for uh, any type of sponsorship like Felix Acosta and Filipe Albuquerque been doing outside. E estás a dar dois bons exemplos e quero o Félix da Costa, quero o Filipe Albuquerque, se estão onde estão é por mérito, eles são excelentes pilotos, porque de, de resto é, é difícil. Assim como, por exemplo, temos o Miguel Oliveira nas motas, isso é tudo muito meritocracia, são mesmo muito bons. O Loeb e o Ogier, quer um quer o outro, ganharam um género de um concurso em que te inscreves e fazes umas provas com o carro e, e, e a pessoa que, que vence ganha a seguir um programa de X-Rallys num carro não sei o quê, isso não existe em Portugal. I speak that uh, with the example that we give are good examples because they always fight for everything a little bit outside. Now we start supporting a little bit more. And I say, give an example that is missing in Portugal is something like happened to Loab and Ogier, where they have a rally, amateur rally open to everyone, and the winner will have a, a car ready to drive in a, some of the rallies. I presume Corsica will be, we didn't speak here, but I'll presume will be Corsica. So it's a lot of things that is missing in Portugal at the moment. And of course, I have to ask him which rallies are missing you to drive and each ones are your favorites. For my part is uh, Madeira and the source in Portugal. So which one you prefer? Na Madeira também, também é incrível, mas as paisagens e os pisos realmente os Açores acho, sendo que a Madeira deve ser brutal. Tu tens para escolher um, não tens para escolher dois. <risos> a escolher é o asfalto, claro. É uma realidade de asfalto. Mas Açores Gostava muito de fazer Açores. Um, depois, uh, a nível uh, mundial, a, a Finlândia, claro, é, é mítica, né? uh, 
aí há, há, há muitos não é importava de fazer todos As a Porsche is one, he preferred uh, Swords, while I prefer Madeira a little bit. Uh, Swords have a very beautiful uh, scenery, everything around the, the Vulcan Lake and everything, so it's quite beautiful, a little bit more comparing to New Zealand, you know, and, uh, and Madeira will be more a tarmac, so a style of Baleares rally, so a little bit of the Spanish rally too, so are a little bit different of each other, and of course, he said that in the, after we'll take any WRC, You don't have a favorite stage on the WRC. All of them are different and all of them are amazing. As we are a channel about sim racing too, so what's your opinions about rally in sim racing? Do you enjoy it? What What do you think about it? Olha, eu acho que o, que o sim racing é, é importante e cada vez é, é, é mais realista, não é? Cada vez é mais realista. E... Eu acho que só pode aproximar as pessoas, porque as pessoas quando jogam, quando gostam, não é por jogarem FIFA que as pessoas vão deixar de querer jogar a bola e deixar de querer ver futebol. Portanto, eu acho isso enquanto pessoas a jogarem jogos, a fazer sim racing. Né? Depois, hoje em dia também, a verdade é que há tanta qualidade... Uh, nos simuladores que os pilotos principalmente em circuito preparam as provas nos simuladores né? o Hamilton no outro dia dizia que, de, que nunca fez tantas horas de simulador como no, para preparar esta época e, e no circuito é muito importante porque uh, consegues rodar na pista onde vais correr e, e isso ajuda muito né? uh, eu nos rallies Nos rallies, se calhar tu até podes responder com mais uh, assertividade. Eu não sei se, os, se existe um simulador que disponha de todas as classificativas exatamente igual. Ou... Nunca é completamente, né? Explain that the evolution on the rallies simulators are very good, but it puts me a question very fast. If uh, you have a uh, full uh, or all the stages that you have on the WRC on uh, games, and I explain them, to, we don't have it. And, they, and what we have sometimes is not identical to the real ones. Idêntico. Idêntico não é igual, pronto. E isso nos no circuitos acontece. E ser igual ajuda muito. Tu podes andar... Na, vais ter uma corrida para o mês que vem. Tu podes estar em casa a rodar na pista. Isso é uma ajuda. E eu acho que essa, que essa será talvez o fator que ainda não, é, não permite nos rallies ser tão, tão importante os simuladores. Não estou a dizer que não seja, porque claro que é isso, é que há muitos pilotos que fazem, mas é diferente, é diferente. As uh, you explained, when it's not the same one, it's very different from the circuit, as a rally, the physics on the cars are completely different, they change from uh, small, uh, just as the, the dirt is different positions and everything. And, he ex and after I explained to him that no game on the moment can have 100% that physics is really difficult to produce. But at least we are getting approach of a very good realism on simulators. Claro, é, é mais difícil de, de reproduzir, é, é, acho que está que que tá por aí. Mas, é, claro que sim, que é interessante, que é importante e, e, e sei que há, há muitos pilotos que recorrem uh, aos simuladores, para, uh, até porque uh, é, é muito mais fácil 
tu poderes fazer isso do que te testares todas as vezes que queres testar um carro ali mesmo, não é? que implica custos, implica logística. Então, claro que faz sentido cada vez mais, porque cada vez mais os simuladores são mais realistas, têm características cada vez mais idênticas ao que acontece na realidade. Então, acho que faz todo faz o todo sentido. É isso. I explained a lot of drivers already start using the simulators to expand a little bit their knowledge, but of course it's always something more circuit-based than a rally-based on the moment. And of course, I have to jump for the last question, is if any chance you have a spot on your car for we can put one sticker, one logo from our podcast and from our uh, charity, Sim Racing with uh, Cancer, his answer was... Sim, 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 porque eu não sei quando é que vou correr uh, ou não, mas eu meteria com todo o gosto o autoclano teu. He explained that he don't know when he's gonna start driving this season, some some problems, but we, when he go it, we will have a, an hour sticker. And from our part, David, thank you so much for being here and wish you all the best for the new season. Obrigado, Yoli, e muito sucesso aqui para o, para o teu podcast. In a personal note, I want to thank you so much to David for being joined with us. I wish you the best for the new uh, rally season. And um, I know we're going to lost now the first stage for some problems with the paperwork and everything. So it's a little bit sad, but it will come back f uh, stronger. And I really hope that we'll see, who knows, on his card, a small logo of uh, Gears Head podcast. So... From bottom of heart, thank you so much. And let's jump to the news, guys. It's time for racing. It's news, news and news. Formula One is here. Uh, all the tests are finished. They are ready for the first race. And... Uh, oh, I know. Don't look so good. I'll be, I'll be honest. Mercedes, it looks beautiful, the car. <laughs> But I think it's the same than the last years. No, I think this season, I hope, will not be so dominant for Red Bull. I was expecting Mercedes to jump a little bit, Ferrari to jump more. Is not looking dead. Ferrari don't look so promising. The manager, the old Alfa Romeo man, even have made the joke, saying that definitely they're going to be on top 10. Uh, I don't know. I think the car uh, looks stunning. So it's two cars that look stunning, but they don't look so good on the racing factors. And the Red Bull looks smashing. Austin Martin, the Green Goblin, as I will call them, they're looking very good. Alonso is taking very good part of the car. I don't know if it was a hand from Vettel too, if it's the money from Strong Dead there, helping Austin Martin to come a little bit further but I think they will be on top four I hope so because the car looks really really beautiful and yeah, I was expecting Vettel to be with uh, Alonso but they already confirmed gonna be Filippo Drogovic the Brazilian man gonna be joining Alonso and who knows <laughs> sometimes I you know uh, the father is there but uh, the things don't look so good for Lance Stroll I'll be honest but anyway um, if you guys saw the new Netflix show, season 5, 
a little bit more of the same, as you can imagine. Not so much on a Spanish telenovela, I was gonna say, and Brazilian Portuguese telenovela. So they take out a, bit of it, a little bit of that dramas and focus a little bit more, but where is Vettel? Why nobody speak about Vettel leaving? They speak a little bit, but should be a, a episode only about Vettel. You are talking about the four times old champion leaving, and that's it. And the other thing is, they keep jumping and just go to the same races. So I can see that the um, Netflix uh, is not going to all the circuit and just focus in, uh, let's say, seven, eight races. And so they keep coming with the same races and everything. So I would like to drive to survive, for example, would be race week. So after the race week, you know, middle of the week, they will do an episode where they have the interviews with everyone, what happening about the race. And on the final of the race, yeah, they will talk about these dramas and talk a little bit these problems. But yeah, I would like to see more on that part than on this. But yeah, is what we have. Moving on. What a race from the Portuguese Antonio Felix Acosta. If you guys saw Formula E, I know a lot of people is not a big fan, but S race are always very competitive. You know, the is very taco taco. You know, they they go there. He jumped again from the 13th position. He made he made uh, amazing overtake from the inside against his uh, old teammate Jim Verne. Ah, it's it's crazy. First win with the Porsche after the podium on India. He's only on the fourth position, but you know, as a Portuguese, I need to put my heart and say that he will have a chance. I hope so. If he's gonna have a chance, I think last season uh, <laughs> was not so good for him. The, I don't know if was there some tricky problems with the team. Uh, you never know, but uh, he was not looking. Surprise for him, he moved now, on beginning he was adapting, now he's showing his claws and he's going very well. The lineups for the 24-hour Le Mans is already here too, a lot of cars, a lot of things to talk, the NASCAR car coming, 16 hypercars, the Ferrari is back, but attention that a lot of uh, image and news saw the Ferrari break down during some testing so we'll see what's gonna happen sometimes a question of unlucky you never know but yeah Felix Acosta and our uh from my town Philippe Albuquerque is back on the 24 hours of man on the number 22 and Philippe will have a new teammate as you know he drive for United Sport a team that the CEO is the same as Jack Brown from the McLaren so let's see how he goes I hope he can break a little bit this bad luck that he's been having. He made an amazing race on Daytona. He pushed the car to the limit. He almost win. And um, yeah, let's see. Let's finish talking about the real races and pass to the sim racing. It was a lot of things to cover, but I will just gonna be brief and talk about Team Redline taking the ERWC. Again, eSport Racing World Cup. Again, go to Team Redline. They defending and socially Keep that round. It's amazing what they race on iRacing, R Factor, and I said, of course, uh, the, all them, there was the five guys that was doing an amazing job, completely beautiful from the beginning to the, to the finish. What we gotta talk this week? 
I will not have a team of the week today. I think because um, my talk with uh, David was a little bit longer than I was expecting, and uh, I my next week we'll speak about what's missing on PS5, why the big simulators are not ex um, expanding to the PS5, what happening for they don't approach the consoles, and uh, why Gran Turismo Seven is not bringing that simulation 100% to the PS5. Let's see, guys, please comment, leave me your thoughts on uh, YouTube, on, on comments on Instagram, and uh, after we will speak about it. Let's talk about news. We're jumping on the news and keep talking about the Gran Turismo. Something that probably you guys never realize is on a new track, the Grand Valley uh, Highway 1, the valley has completely changed, so it take, we stop having that uh, stadium with um, the full uh, full track stadium with the stands and everything, and pass to have and California vibe um, away. And if you see it, it's completely inspired on the San Francisco Bay Area. So the residents from there have been taking pictures, putting them together with the the area, and looks amazing. Normally, we could imagine a real place being turning into a racetrack. So you see on games like Grid Legend, where they, like London, they go to the map, Westminster, and they make a track using the map. They exist and they make a fictional track. This time is a fictional track that was adapted to a real place. So it's, it's, it's crazy because they adapt everything that was on a real place to that already to that fictional and looks amazing because it's, of course, is not the same, but all the effects on the beaches, the bridges, the um, tunnels, everything is completely spot on. And we keep jumping on the news. You need to remember something. 34, 34, sorry, 30 Rally 2 have already four years on the making. And these four years have, have bring 12 million players, a total of 361 million stage complete and 3 billion kilometers driving. It's crazy and prove that a good game don't need to be released every year. Just keep improving it. And this is four year games because you guys are gonna release the new WRC. We don't need a WRC game every day. We don't need a Need for Speed game every year. We don't need a Formula One game every year. Sometimes it's better you take a gap, gap years, two, three, four, improve, keep uh, selling DLCs or whatever you want to keep paying the teams. I completely understand that, but sometimes you don't need a game every every season because sometimes the improvements are not there. You don't have you don't have ta uh, time to make proper. So take a, a note on Dirt Rally. It's been four years, still the number one on Rally on the moment. So, of course, a part of Richard Burns. That's a classic one, and uh, the modes and everything still bring it to other level. The physics are there, much better than the Dirty. But yeah, Dirty Rally for US console is the game. So, and everyone, 100% sure, prefer Dirty Rally over um, WRC. Keeping talking about Rally is Forza Horizon 5 is back with a new DLC. We come on June. Is bringing Rally back a lot, a lot of resemblance with the Dirty 2, Dirty 3, a lot of jumps, kind of style of can block, if you can say it. Um, 
it will bring a code driver, code driver node, everything. They will bring the um, anti lag to the cars. So it's gonna be nice, but yeah, I take it with a pinch of salt. Of course, gonna be an arcade race. Gonna be fun to drive. You're gonna be able to do loads of things. But as you know, it's arcade, arcade. You know, if I play an arcade game, being him uh, Grid Legends, being him Need for Speed, I will be able to do things that unimaginable I could do on a car. So yeah, take with a pinch of salt. Gonna be good for the title. Gonna be more things. But yeah, it's not a pure simulation. And jumping on pure simulation news, of course, you have to talk about iRacing Clio Cup. I am a sucker for uh, the Clio Cups and the uh, uh, MX-5s. I love them, being them on any type of gender or title. I always enjoy it. Um, same type of engine, same car, only changing the setups. It's always beautiful. Races are always about your setup and your quality of a driver. Not uh, about, uh, you know, because sometimes a car is better for a track, a car is better for other track. No, there is Clio's, everyone has the same. It's always fun. Not so very fast-paced um, cars, but anyway, if you drive them on short Oldland Park, Donington Park, you can enjoy a very good race, a short Silverstone, yeah, a short Brandage. So it can be have very funny races. So I, I'm a sucker for that, and I'm glad iRacing finally jumping on the small uh, uh, cars. So for me, it's quite good. And Rensport is here. Finally, the beta is being played. They will tr try to trick and fight against Arfater 2 and iRacing. Not so many track lists and uh, car lists announced. Uh, it's quite, I'm say, disappointing, of course. Uh, they look to trick uh, a lot of GTs, so speaking on the GTs 3, you're going to have the Audi R8, LMS Evo 2, the BMW M4, the Mercedes AMG, the Porsche 911, BM the 991.2 or the 992. So we see a lot of GTs, exception of the Porsche Mission R. On capital trucks is quite weak, so we have the Goodwood Festival of speed I climb. We have the Okenheim Ring, the Nürburgring GP, and the Spa. Of course, yeah, they could improve, and I hope they improve, but don't, if they want to fight, then the game will have to be completely stunning. And of course, people will say that it's always stunning. A lot of times you see it, people sell it whatever they want. So let's see, and let's, um, have a try and check out how they do. I hope so they're coming more titles because you know, when you have other titles coming, make the other companies step up the game. So it's good have different types of titles. I think the community was really bad when it was coming to Porsche car. I think a lot of people didn't like it. I know I drive sometimes and make me crazy because sometimes dry, uh, you, you go on drive stage and the car is sliding like it's on wet. Sometimes the physics go crazy. Some of the cars are completely difficult, difficult to drive. Uh, you need to do a lot of work on the setups. It's not so friendly on that part. But, but yeah, after, I think because people were so, the community was so strong against the project cars or the, with the opinion about project car that when they jumped for the project car tree, it was as we know, no words, no. The title straight away lost everything. And um, 
Yeah, and after you, you finish, and you see, and on the same base, automobilista too, they use the same uh, developers and they use uh, on project cards, and you see the game is getting better. So sometimes I think we need to relax a little bit, let them do what they can. Of course, all our opinions should have been valid, and it's, it's good we have opinions and it's to improve. But sometimes you need to be a little bit more relaxed and uh, not because it's a lot of people making their uh, life doing the games and sometimes you know they just follow orders and uh, it's what they want so we need to respect that part okay sponsor of the week forest motorsport in uberry they are they having the new rbs 21 uh, they offer you 50 minutes for your try is a hood Base um, will stand. I when I check it when I was there, there was building f in slow motion. Um, and it looks amazing, guys. It's very steady, uh, very strong. Uh, you can swap the the position of the pedals, the position of the chair. It looks completely amazing. On that day, I was not feeling so well, so after I, I was a little bit drowsy and a little bit lost but yeah they was looks very beautiful and um everyone in the shop is amazing so guys please if you live near london live near this area go there 50 minutes on the on the top simulator is is amazing guys so, so go there and support them and to finish um already stepping on the first charity event i'm Target to May, I will keep you guys updated with what's gonna happen. Um, just need to now find the location uh, and try to speak with the persons. I'm having an agreement with Macmillan, we will try to support and try to make uh, enjoyable evening tonight race event, probably in different types of simulators. But that all everything I need to be set. I need to sit down with the persons. I need to organize everything. But that's the main goal. So let's hope in May we will have the first event and the first Gearshead event with other companies. So let's hope everything is okay. Talking on thank you. I was just before finish very briefly. I have to say thank you to everyone that's been listening and download. You reach almost 3k and downloads. It's amazing. We are on seven countries yeah i'm talking about united kingdom america belgium indian portugal brazil and uh, poly uh french uh islands uh so it's I, I don't i don't have words it's going better than i expect this is our fourth episode fourth week on the making so we're reaching the first month is going so good so please keep uh listening sharing with your friends Listen to two, three times, you know, when you are in the shower, put a podcast. When you go to the toilet, you're scrolling on TikTok, put the podcast. You know, you never know, you are cooking, put the podcast. Listen one, two times, you know, bring us uh, some help. And from the bottom of our, thank you so much. Hope I see you guys on the next episode. See you.